The following may contain language which will be offensive to some people and inappropriate for children. Still here? Then pour your favourite beverage and let's get this fucking show started. Fantastic Forum. Assemble. You watch a Fantastic Forum, the premier show about comic books, and your live weekly conversation about entertainment and geek culture. We are the Fantastic Forum coming to you live and direct from the Hall of Hell. Hope everyone for morning, afternoon, evening, or night, as the case may be, depending on where you are in the world. And if you're not, you should stick with us. We'll help you take it up a notch. You have the usual suspects in the building. First, he is our riddle inside of the Digla trapped in Chinese finger cuffs. You don't know him. You love him anyway. He's our silent assassin, Jay. Hey, what's up? Oh, wow. That's a neat trick. <laughs> Next, he's the backbone, the pillar, the strength of Fantastic Forum, our nigh and vulnerable brawler and resident strongman, Moses Magnum. <clears throat> indeed, indeed. Uh, as for myself, my name is Lawrence Young. They call me. Uh, no. <laughs> it's, wrong, it's okay. It's okay. Uh, shout out to Oz. I don't even know if Oz is Oz supposed to. Oh, oh, speak of the devil and he shall appear. Ladies and gentlemen, he is our intrepid senior reporter next in line for the cow, our resident Dark Knight detective. Oz. Yeah, sorry guys, had to dig out some snow. <laughs> there it is. Larry had to wipe the pussy off his face. That's why we're late. It's true. Oh, oh you guys are also oh, then I'm on time. All right. Dude, I, I literally was just I literally just said your name for the first time and then you popped in. I, before I, I could finish know. asking the question if Oz is gonna be here today. We, we should have tell him like, that, otherwise he's gonna do that every week. Oh, no, shovel snow for hours on end for no apparent goddamn reason. <laughs> how um, how much how many how much how many inches of snow did you get today? Uh no, I'm still doing from the weekend. <laughs> I'm sorry. I have I have a, a, a big truck with a plow on it. I got stuck. Damn. Which is embarrassing because there's a plow right in front of my truck. <laughs> and my truck's stuck in the snow. Should call Mr. Plow. <laughs> They're like, why doesn't he know how to use the plow? <laughs> That's fair, friend. Well, yes. welcome to Fantastic Forum. Uh, we got a great show for you today because we are going to be talking to you all about the latest uh, DC animated film, Justice League Crisis on Infinite Earths, part one. We're also going to be talking to you all about Ultimate, the new Ultimate Spider-Man, number one. And we're going to be talking to you all about Action Comics, number 1061. So we got all that going on for you, as well as whatever else it is that you all want to talk about. And we'll tell you how it is you can get down on Fantastic Forum to let us know what that is in just a moment. But before we do, we want to make sure that we thank Mr. Scott Rubin, because without him, this show would not exist. So thank you, Scott Rubin. Hope all is well with you, good sir. And uh, with that said, intern, please take it away. All right. The intern. Take it away. 
Intern, get at it. <laughs> Want to get in on the action? Call Fantastic Forum on Skype and join the fun. Too shy to call in? That's okay. You can join the Discord chat room available at Fantastic Forum. Join the party. You know you want to. Thank you, intern. Appreciate you greatly. Thank you. Uh, yeah. One of these days we have to promote the intern. <laughs> um, but yeah. We we'll just get what? We'll just get an AI intern. That's it. That's it. Oh, jeez. I don't know. I wonder what an AI would think of Fantastic Forum. May have to mess with that. See, have the chat GPT listen. D- dumb it down. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. So anyway, it's asinine. <laughs> the AI is this is asinine. <laughs> this show is asinine. <laughs> like, what's the output? No. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So, fellas, how are y'all doing this week? Y'all feeling good? No. no. I got Jay sick from last week. The shit I had last week, Jay got it. Somehow it goes through the the microphone. The oh, yeah. Some kind of so Jay, virus. Jay, you're actually sick? I don't know. I think it, it might be just allergies, hopefully. Hmm. Um. Yeah, I got to double check. Okay. Yeah, man. I have his medicine right here. <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> I thought that was like a Blair Witch. Like, <laughs> it's some <laughs> <laughs> so jealous. Uh, oh, yeah. Too funny. Too funny. Well, hey, that that's fair, man. But look, I mean. You can't get hooked up at the hospital. No. Oh well, like I, it's only like Tuesday or Wednesday. I've only <laughs> had Tuesdays. Two. It only just started like two days ago. Got it. Got so it. probably Friday, Thursday, or Friday. I'll check in with the doctor and make sure I'm not sick. Otherwise, I'll have to wear a mask when I go to. The concert this weekend. Word. Well, I mean, okay. people go at their own risk, so you just go and have fun, sneeze all you want. Dude, I'm actually planning on pre gaming, so that mask isn't gonna be on long. <laughs> yeah. Nice. What are you gonna go see? A Bowen. Uh, they're a British dude. Uh, alternative kind of music. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's good. He's right. just celebrating the 10 year anniversary of Pale Machine. Okay. Uh, the big album that got big over here. Nice. So, you know what's going to be fun? You know what's having an anniversary too is Green Day's Dookie. That shit's wow. like, it's like 40 years old or some shit right now. <laughs> Can you believe that shit? Man. <laughs> That is crazy to think about. Like yeah. that came out like before I was listening to white music. And so I would see it. <laughs> I would see the album and I'm like, Dookie, why would anybody buy Dookie? 
later I come to find out, of course, that it's an amazing album. It's so so many good songs out of it, and that cover, it's like it feels like it's a Mad Max, uh, Mad Magazine folding cover. <laughs> like, yeah. I actually folding it to see if it said something, but no, it's just, it's just, it's just a great <laughs> album. <laughs> that's crazy. Thirty years. That's wild. Nah, I think it's like forty. No, wait. No, it, it can't, can't be forty. Be. It's gotta be like. It's gotta be, right. it's gotta be 30. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, because I remember when it came out, and I was like nine or ten. So, (laughs) yeah, yeah. So that's wild. That's really wild. Okay. Um, Listen, I know we started late. I know we got a lot to cover. Uh, So should we just jump in, or do we have? uh, Let's jump in. Okay. Okay. what what should we start with, Jay? What do you have a banner um, for? <laughs> I've been this for everything, but Action <laughs> Comics is on the top. Let's do it. There it is. Jay went in alphabetical. No, <laughs> Action Comics 1061. And we need a comic book review theme, right? Do I have that? Yeah. Lady drinks water. Uh, I do. He's better than that. Comic book review. Uh, comic book like review. <laughs> well, not, not like that, but like. No, man. Like, it's so funny because uh, drinking a certain amount of water every day. Uh, like, I like water. Yeah. But, it's been, uh, but it's been challenging. <laughs> and so, like, you know, I guess just the because because of the fact that you, 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 uh, or I'm, you know, I guess like an obligation to drink a certain amount of water or not an obligation, but yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's interesting. It's, it's been, it's been tough despite how much I enjoy drinking water. So has your peak gotten so clear that you could drink it as well? <laughs> Listen, it's it's so clear that someone else would drink it by mistake. <laughs> like it it's pretty wild. It's pretty wild. But anyway. All right. Action Comics 1061. Uh this is is if I'm not mistaken, Mo, you said this is the first uh or Jason Aaron's first uh run on action comics right now right the first yeah. issue of his yeah, new run. The first issue in his new writing career at dc and uh yeah and you know i went through you know i got a bunch of the books that came out the first week of january and mm-hmm. i'm like you know what i mean we get a head start of the year on january 13th uh, <laughs> 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 i decided we should read this yeah um it's a bizarro story and it's uh, a bizarre bizarro story because it deals with uh bizarro going to the uh the planet where uh magic comes from in the dc and he pretty much takes over it and he has his motivations they don't know what it is yet and it deals it also it alludes to different uh bizarros from different multiverses 
I don't know how DC is with the multiverse. Like, you know, we're going to talk about Crisis on Infinite Earths later, which is kind of what splinters into these things. So we got the dark multiverse, the metalverse. Uh, there's allusions in here to stuff from the dark metalverse or some shit. So it's... Uh, and there's it, a shout a, out to Jim little, World. It's not as easy a jumping on point as, it, as you would think in that respect, but it is a, a, a nice jumping on point for somebody that kind of knows those things exist a little bit, even if they don't, I don't understand them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I love that cover. Like that cover looks so good. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, I'll be taking this. Thank you. Yeah, no, it's, a, uh, it's definitely a classic Superman cover. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I always felt like when I saw that it was Jason Aaron, I, I was like, this is a weird book for Jason Aaron to write, you know? <laughs> like, I, I, yeah. And I'm not like a Marvel Jason Aaron. I'm like Southern Bastards, you know? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. of Wrath, you know? Like, that's yeah. the, the Jason Aaron I like. So that's what yeah. I know for, you know? And, uh, and that's, uh, that, that's kind of where I'm like, action comics, Jason Aaron. You know, and I, yeah, I got right on the phone to Jay and say, "Jay, back me up on this. We got to get him to IDW." <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the news story came out today. Don't want to interrupt the review, but yeah, breaking news: Jason Aaron is the new writer for uh, TMNT on IDW. So expect that in the next coming months. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. So and um, Claw will be able to review it since we don't yeah. have a hundred and fifty issue backlog to go through. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Jason Aaron's gonna tie it directly into all those books. So you'll you'll only be able to understand that for his first issue if you didn't read all of them. Yeah. Just I already that. said that was a no-go. <laughs> <laughs> So, so going back to uh, to action comics here, um, you know what what were what was everyone's kind of a, a initial impressions uh, of this book? Like, oh, first yeah, I was and... annoyed. <laughs> Why were you like... annoyed at first? What? I don't like Pizarro. Like, mm. out of Superman's Rogue Gallery, it's like he's like my least favorite. I think. And so I was annoyed that I had to read a Bizarro story. Then I was impressed that they did something that I haven't seen before with Bizarro, which was making magic his strength because Mm -hmm. it's a weakness for Superman. Mm -hmm. And then I was annoyed again because he kept talking. And that's always like a pain to read through. And then he did a backward spell. And that was annoying to read. Yeah. And then it was okay because he started talking normal for a little bit. And then it just kind of, I was, what is that emotion where you're like, oh, you're just doing what this other person did before? Because it's basically mm. just doing what the Joker did with the, when he turned everyone into Jokers. But bizarre yeah. 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 And then I had an overall sense of amazement with the book because the art is phenomenal. 
Like, I didn't know Superman books had good art. <laughs> now, you are so crazy for saying that, Jay. What are you, what are you talking about? Like, <laughs> like when's the last time nope. Superman book had, like, exceptional art? Like, I mean, it's had passable I mean, art. Yeah. But it feels like it's been a while. I, I I would defend DC with that because it is, some of these stories in these books for DC aren't that great. But in the last, especially like if we were to recap the DC re- reviews for last year that we did on the show, like just on the reviews alone, like almost every DC book I read last year had great art, even if I didn't like the story, you know, mm-hmm. and not just the black label stuff. But, you know, it, I, I think that's the only part where DC isn't dropping a ball if they're dropping the ball at all i'm not gonna that's a whole other conversation that that we're not discussing here uh but i do believe like they're, they're doing good with the art <laughs> you know okay. in, in almost every book that I, every book i pick up random book I, like i i was looking at the the titans uh crossover thing jay that the new titans event and i'm just looking at some of the i'm just looking at the art because it's like i don't read those i'm like let me see the art on those is like Every random book is has amazing art. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I, I think DC, like, you know, it's just we, you know, Superman has been weird because we had the little the his son for a while. And so it's like maybe we didn't pay attention to those books as much, but that art I thought it was okay too. The few issues I did check out. Mm. Okay. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, it's just it's just weird to say, just because. I mean, Action Comics is like a flagship book. Yeah. For so it's like, I mean, it's not like there's been plenty of amazing people that have been mm-hmm. like amazing artists that have drawn for Action Comics, and I'm not saying it's always like the best artists, you know, in yeah. the game on that book. But I mean, over over the years. And that's the other part of it too, because it's like, ah, you know, like you're not talking about a book that's like, oh, you know, like let's put it like this. It's not even a book that's been around since like the 70s. It's it's not even a book that's been around since the 60s, right? Like action comics has been around since the 30s. They're right. It's it's like like, that's why it's 1061. (laughs) Right. Jay's like, I don't know about that seagull guy. (laughs) <laughs> those were the bad art <laughs> that's who jay was talking about yeah but every every now and then you pick up a book and you'll have a new artist and i'll try to dive you know change the art style a little bit depending on the story and, and it's not as, as good or it has some faults but yeah but i feel for me like yeah it, and for dc every random book i pick up has good art yeah so that's just my so okay so jay you you kind of fluctuated in regards to how much you were enjoying the book depending you know what part you were in but you you overall the art you enjoyed so got you yeah uh oz did you oz you get you get a chance to to set your shovel down and read this book or were you yeah Okay. Well, what did you think? I kind of liked it. Mm-hmm. 
I I stopped reading action for a while because um his kid was annoying. Mm-hmm. So that that whole run, and even when I heard that uh, they're bringing back real Superman, it's still I, I don't know. it was weird. Uh, but I no, I, <clears throat> I enjoyed this uh, this issue. But yeah, I have the same problems with Bizarro that Jay has. Like it's it's a it's it's just annoying trying to figure out what the hell he's trying to say. Just because because it's not just that he's saying the opposite, but then the way he says it, like it, it's mm-hmm. more nuanced sometimes. Um, I I did I did chuckle a little bit when when he did the backwards spell, but he still said mm-hmm. make Superman not understand me or something like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Not, and then it worked the way it was supposed to. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish he had done that sooner. <laughs> but you know, it, it it was it was a clever use of Bizarro, and then even how that spell that that he does there affects what happens later when Superman realizes, well, I thought this, but really this mm-hmm. because it's it's Bizarro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but yeah, I, making another Bizarro world like just I don't know it it feels a little weak like i don't it maybe maybe he there's a greater plan involved or maybe he's bizarro so like he's just like there's no plan but it just doesn't make sense like he sacrifices himself as as far as we know and yeah, it doesn't make sense but it's also a bizarro book so i mean so are you not a fan of are you not a fan of bizarro stories either uh, sometimes it, it just, I, I guess it depends on, who, like, I like this story, mm-hmm. but there's a lot of aspects of Bizarro that I don't like, gotcha. and they're all in here. <laughs> well, it is Bizarro. <laughs> and, you know, well, it, it helps yeah. that half the book is them punching each other or Bizarro punching and, something. And that. That's that's that Jason there, and that's he knows. Uh, that's what this book like. It could, yeah. Okay. I, I know you didn't come to me to what I think about. No, the no, book, no, go, 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 go ahead, Mo. Like, Bizarro could easily be like, I love Bizarro and, and I love mm-hmm. Bizarro stories because, like, Superman's one of his biggest powers is like compassion, yeah, and. He he has that for Bizarro, so it's like in the sense mm-hmm. it's a weakness when he fights him because he's almost pulling his punches because he doesn't want to destroy him, but mm-hmm. he's almost an equal, just a, a fractured part of him, and uh, he deals with it like he tries to deal with it on on a conversational level, which is like hard <laughs> when Bizarro speaks the way he is. So you, I could have for me, I could have an issue where Superman and Bizarro fight and they're just talking to each other you know and, and that's the fight the fight's a conversational like i just got to trick bizarro or or get bizarro to realize that he should be doing this you know mm-hmm. in, in his weird backwards way and or it could be like okay we gotta fuck each other up till like i can't anymore because i gotta i gotta tire mm-hmm. him out and then get him get out of here you know and every other every superman bizarre stories is a a mixture of that and I feel like this one with the magic thing added a whole other a whole other element to it. 
And you mm-hmm. get the little you get you get him trying to reason with Bizarro, trying to talk to Bizarro, trying to have the conversation with Bizarro, and it's not happening. And then they, you get the brawling, and it's like, and the the way the brawling is done, it's like it, I feel like Jason Aaron did take to this like a director. It's like they need to fight like this, <laughs> you know, because the brawling looks good. <laughs> yeah, I could have a silent mm-hmm. issue where they're just fighting. It's like having mm-hmm. a. Like a, a, a Thor Frost Giant backup story where they just fight, yeah. <laughs> like that's that's the kind of shit I would I like to see with Bizarro and Superman as well as that. Like that's why I like the Bizarro stories. They could be multifaceted, you know. And this one mm-hmm. has all those facets to it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, he does, I, I, he does I, do a couple of interesting things with the character, and it's always to me it, it's always interesting when. Uh, when the, even the like, even like Superman is surprised, like when he mm-hmm. when he after that after the first attack, like even Superman is like, "What the hell just happened? Like this isn't mm-hmm. the Bizarro I know." Right. So it makes him feel like like more of a threat. It's it's a character we've seen fight Superman and lose Superman a lot of times, but now he feels a little bit more threatening than normal. Mm-hmm. And then I don't I don't think I've ever seen this moment with Bizarro and I think it was really really impactful when when they're actually having that conversation and you know Superman is always trying to make Bizarro be a good person mm-hmm. he's just doesn't know like he's the way his mind works the opposite you got to kind of like trick him but he really wants to be a good person and as far as I can remember this is the first time where like Bizarro straight up tells him Superman is good. You're a good. I'm translating from Bizarro speak. You're, you're <laughs> Superman is good. I'm I'm Superman's opposite, and just right. goes goes nut, like from then on, it like just even goes crazier. And to me, like mm-hmm. if you can do moments that hit me like that on, with a character that I don't, I'm not really into. That mm-hmm. you're, you know, this guy knows what he's doing. Yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah, J- Jason Aaron has a a few years under his belt. <laughs> so I agree. Coming whippersnapper. Right, right. It's like you know, young upstart Jason Aaron. <laughs> so, um, Jay, you sound like you were going to say something. Oh, okay. Can you Jay, see this on. picture? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was gonna. Yeah, let's just. I know we talked about the art, but. It's so good. We don't really show it. I didn't do yeah. pre-production because I'm sick. Yeah, I didn't either because you're sick. <laughs> John, John, this, Tim, this an amazing panel. Yeah, John, and I felt John, like I was gonna artist. say, I was gonna say, I, I do really like when Superman got slapped to Venus. <laughs> <laughs> well, that yeah, did happen. That whole fight, like. He gets he gets thrown to like Pluto, like they throw each other across the the, the, the solar system, you know. And it's like, but how, it's the how, fact that it was a slap, yeah, like yeah. But it, it like that's the thing is like the, these this brute strength that like if they block each other's hits, like could level a city, you know, like the sonic boom or whatever, you know, like that that the 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 gravity of that. 
uh, J- Jason there and, and the artist was it uh, was it the who was it Larry? Oh, it was a uh, Tim's. It was a uh, John Tim's. John Tim's, and it's uh yeah, it, it's so yeah, it, it's just the the art really complemented the writing, and like I almost felt like it was Jason Aaron that drew it too. What he wrote, like what he saw in his head, I feel is what I read on the page and saw on the page, you know. Right. Also, too, I should mention uh, Rex Rex Locust did the uh, the colors. Oh yeah, um, and and John oh, yeah. John Tim some props. Yeah, right. And and John Tim did actually did the cover as well. The cover that that you you were talking about that that got you to pick up the book. So oh, it's like one of these yeah. rare instances in comics where you'll pick up the book for like, because of the cover and the interior is exactly what the cover looks like. <laughs> Uh, Taking Tubble says, I love the full page spreads with great detail, especially when the pages before it build it up. And yeah. Yeah, that happens yeah, a lot. That does years. happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's very yeah, almost cinematic. Yeah. 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 Um, I will say, like, you know, it's interesting because I feel like my my opinions kind of fall somewhere in between the forum on this one, just because, uh, I mean, you don't like Bizarro either. Well, no, no. Here's the thing. I don't, I don't dislike Bizarro. Um, I think Bizarro as a concept is great. I feel like Bizarro in practice, isn't always good. I feel like Bizarro is one of those characters that, you know, depending on how creative you are, like it, it, it kind of, it, it can be a little bit of a litmus test, right? Like, good people, good writers, do good things with Bizarro. They do great things with Bizarro, and 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 mediocre writers just have Bizarro there. You know, what I'm saying someone that can go toe to toe with Superman, and sometimes that's what he's just used like. Sometimes where they're like, oh, I just need somebody that is not going to get beat up this week, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and so, um, too, yeah. Like that's another. Wait, say it again. Like Mr. Mixel Spitlick. Like that's a. Mm-hmm. That's like another character. Like some people just can do really great, <laughs> and then some. Right. Can, like. Not right. Yeah. And and you can say that about I mean just about any character, but I feel like especially no. so with people like Bizarro. Like I feel like Bizarro. Like I mean, there's some characters that are just so good, but. I think with specific rogues to like like a hero like Superman like Superman can beat anything like he's one of those like you know he, he, every book he's gonna win but you got to make the win interesting and that's where like right. Mixel comes in even fucking Toy Man you know like if you can make mm-hmm. Toy Man really interesting like right. I, 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 you know same in another one for me is the Hulk like Hulk mm-hmm. the be- Hulk is best like <laughs> like nobody beats the Hulk for me so it's like you gotta show me how the wind make the wind interesting you know right but it's almost like pro wrestling (laughs) (laughs) but i think the thing is with uh because that's the case of bizarro it's like okay like yeah like what are you gonna do that hasn't been done with bizarro already and like you know i i have no problem with bizarro stories i have no problem reading bizarro speak or any of that kind of stuff so you know, I'm open to like having a good story from the for the character, and 
I felt like Jason Aaron was delivering that. And, and just like how you all said with the magic thing, I was like, oh, wow, that makes sense. Like, not only is that something I've never seen before, but that's actually really interesting and actually makes a certain amount of sense where it's like, yeah, like, Bizarro should have, like, some sort of affinity for magic since it's, like, literally the opposite for Superman, right? And so it's like, yeah, like, this fool, like, doesn't even just have an affinity. He's, like, excelling <laughs> because Superman, you know, can't do that. And so I'm like, wow, like, that's really interesting. I know that the other the the downside of the story though for me was exactly like when you when we got to the end and it turned out like oh okay so we're gonna do like a everyone is bizarro story and I'm just like man like I like and here's the thing I'm certain that the story itself is gonna end up being something more interesting and better than just that at least I'm 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 hoping greatly that that's the case but for for it to end that way is kind of like oh man like you're right like we've seen that like if like honestly i not only has that happened of course like with like joker famous famously but i not like i feel like that's happened with like it feels like a tropish kind of thing that happens at this point in comics like you know like whether it's like venoms you know i'm saying or carnages or whatever you know like symbiote or or um Shoot, actually, I guess Spider-Man does a lot because then everybody, everybody got spider powers too, right? So, <laughs> that, yeah, Spider Island, yeah. yeah. But, but yeah, but on top of that, I feel like didn't that already happen with Bizarro? Like, I feel like I've seen that before with Bizarro. So well, they made I'm just... it for Bizarro, and that was the thing. But yeah, that's kind of what this book kind of references at the time it happened before, which is why right. I think, why I think, but you know, using the ending the way they did, I do feel like kind of. I didn't feel like you guys felt as I read it, but I see what you get where you guys are coming from. Like I can't argue against it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, you know, it's like it's definitely not the kind of thing where I'd be like, oh well, I'm like the the magic angle and the way that Bizarro, like even like what Oz mentioned, where you know, Bizarro's like, hey, like, nah, like I'm not a good person. I was like, yeah, that what that it struck me too, where I was like, wow, like this dude is like he like. Uh, uh, the other thing where he, um, like, it just felt, like, different where he was like, you know, I have nothing now. Like, you know, again, I'm, he didn't say it like that, but he's like, I, mm-hmm. you know, he's basically saying, I have nothing. I have no world. I have no no one. Like, I'm alone. And so if I'm alone, then, you know, he's just like, then everyone's going to catch it. And I'm just like, man, like, okay, Bizarro is like very ticked off here, you know? And I, yeah. like, normally... I like that his son is Boizaro. Say what? I like that his son is Boizaro. <laughs> okay. And that, that's one of the things I was like, because that Boizaro is from like the Metalverse, like the or, or the, like one of the Death Metalverse things, which is like, okay, so this isn't the real, like, real bizarro you know like it's the one that survived the cr- bizarro crisis or whatever you know mm. but isn't that that that's not the the same universe like where the death metal stuff happened i don't well that's that's the thing with dc is like i don't know like i don't know what that's is fair. what you know because with convergence convergence and metalverse are different things that happen concurrently you know 
And I don't know that. I, I don't know how or if they even connect. You know, <laughs> and so, but there's stuff <laughs> from Convergence that we're dealing with now. You know, part of it's I didn't read a lot of it, so it's my right. fault. But you know, they didn't make it easy either. You know, right? So, no, I hear you. So, I hear so you. when they say Bizarro, I'm like, okay, this is a Bizarro. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, literally, he's literally a Bizarro version of young Jonathan Kent. Yeah. It looks like. It looks like Emo Jonathan can't. Yeah. But from what Boston you know, wants to be on the show. I yes. I don't know. I wasn't yeah. reading that. Yeah, because it's like they, they call it like New Earth, New This, 52, whatever new, you know. It's he's from a he's from a specific continuity. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, so, I, I I don't know. I mean, I, I could look it up, but I honestly, I have no yeah. idea. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I think it, it sounds like we're all kind of hovering around the same place with just slightly different degrees of how much we enjoyed it or didn't enjoy it. Like, we're almost like, we're almost like a, a like the quadrants, like how we are on the screen, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, so it's like, it, I, I kind of feel like oh, over on the side that that Mo and I are on, it's like, you know, that, that far access is like how much you enjoyed it, you know, and then maybe on the other side is like, you know, I don't know what the other access is, like how, how much you like Bizarro, <laughs> like, you know, how much you like or dislike Bizarro? So I don't know. So Taken Tugboat says, says Bizarro. Uh, wait, is wait, yeah, it was Bizarro a clone, different dimension, or depends. Yeah, and it DC has done a good job of muddling that, <laughs> right? Because yeah, yes, Taken Tugboat is answer your question. Yes, no, <laughs> yeah, you know, like you're watching like Supergirl, the Bizarro, the way they handle Bizarro shit is different. If you watch the cartoon, it's different. You know, like there's different. So yeah, it's usually I, the the real Bizarro. The stories that I like growing up as a kid was he was a clone of Superman that they were mm. managed to get some DNA off of, and right. and you know he he can take on Superman and he decides to be Superman for another world. Like he was they, made by Star Labs, right? Yeah. Yeah, but you know, I mean, I I feel like the clone is the closest thing we have to like a definitive origin for Bizarro, but yeah, it's not. But this Bizarro, it's not that definitive. Depending on what universe it is, this Bizarro is from, because it it comes after the different convergences and you know, Mm -hmm. this Superman technically had a kid that he no doesn't reference at all. In these action comics, so yeah, uh, like I think that universe got erased or something, right? Like in the last. Now, which week. kid? Are you talking about Jonathan Kent? No, the bisexual. Well, I guess yeah. If his name was Jonathan Kent, the bisexual one. Yeah, I mean, yeah he still has around, the one son in the. Uh, yeah. he, they they aged him up. Okay. Yeah, I forget who it is. It might it might have been Taylor that there's somebody that hates kids and aged them up. <laughs> 
<laughs> Which I actually like. I thought was a stupid idea because the Super Sons was actually doing decent. Mm-hmm. And you know, I like that world's finest, but it's the kids. Yeah, yeah. And um, Damien is still, you know, little kid. Tiny. But yeah, yeah now you got grown ass adult uh, Jonathan. Right. Yeah. Just like it, it's so funny because I don't know. Like, it, it, has Damien even hit puberty? Yeah, he just controls it. <laughs> he, just, he just, you know, he was he was uh, meditating and and convinced his balls to drop. <laughs> I need the testosterone. I'm not strong enough. <laughs> why so, are you? Why are you already throw some venom in it? <laughs> Damn, Damian Wayne with venom. That'd be kind of wild. Anyway, so um, okay, well, coming soon to Max. <laughs> anybody got anything else they want to say about uh, Action Comics ten sixty one before we rate it? All right. The last thing I do, okay. the last oh. thing I do want to say is that uh, we we at IDW do welcome Jason Aaron with open arms. We like what he did here and. We, we brought him to the table. Jay and I were at the board meeting. It was like, hey, we threw that book at him. I'm like, hey, read this. Look what he did with Bizarro. <laughs> Put him on TMNT. Yeah, we lost D.I. Joe. We lost Transformers. You know, and uh, yeah, I don't want to say nothing. Jay, Jay's like, ah, shit. before you guys came on because you guys missed the meeting. He's like, should we? Should we? I'm like. Well, yeah, it's like, but I'll say, like, uh, yeah. you know, Garth Ennis, Star Trek, from IDW, coming soon. <laughs> Hopefully, hopefully, there it is. Okay, that's that's almost FF FF exclusive. <laughs> almost. Well, we're also we're also shareholders there, so they got to do what we say. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. Together we all we'll get percent of the company. So we'll get as long as, and I, as, as long as Jay and I get along, we're, we're getting whatever you want. You who you want? You want Alex Ross doing the Usagi or Jimbo? Like, never let that happen. <laughs> Alex <laughs> Ross on Usagi <laughs> Jimbo. <laughs> I was gonna say we're gonna we're, we'll get we'll leak it to Cosmic Book News so they can run with it. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need them. We own comic book companies. So we should rate. Yeah. Jay, what would you rate Action Comics 1061? I would give it a three. For as much as I didn't like it was well put together and interesting Uh and beautiful to look at. There it is. Uh, how about you, Oz? What would you rate Action Comics 1061? Uh, I'll go with the four. I mean, I, I enjoyed it all the way up until the end. So, mm-hmm. yeah, four is, four is fine. And like you said, there it, there's probably a bigger plan going on that I'm just not going to get to because I stopped reading Action. 
<laughs> there it is. There it is. Uh, Moses Magnum, what would you rate Action Comics 1061? For me, it, it's a four as well. Uh, mm-hmm. I didn't think about the ending the way you guys did in the moment, but now it's like, yeah, I, I see that. But I still think, uh, I think it's going to pay out good. Like, I don't think, uh, you know, unless it's DC editorial, that's really the fucking problem. But uh, I think uh, I think Jason Aaron knows what he's doing here, wow. and he's going to be doing a lot of good work at TMNT from IDW. <laughs> there it is. Yeah, I would rate it a four as well. Like, I feel like the book uh, did some really good stuff and unfortunately didn't quite stick the landing for me with the ending, but everything that came before it was pretty well executed. Um yeah, it'll it'll be interesting. It'll be an interesting arc. So uh, you know, I'm, I'm I very well may keep up with it and see uh, what what's in store for Bizarro. So, How cool. about an issue, an issue two? We have Bizarro Shazam. Mm, that'd be interesting. I you know, Alexa, I wouldn't put it past Jason Aaron either because Jason Jason Aaron, like his entire Avengers run was basically like. What if we combined this adventure with that adventure? Like, <laughs> like that was the the pretty much what it culminated into. And there were some great moments in that, but there were also others where it was just like, okay, like if we could just like you know just tell some good stories, you know. I was telling <laughs> so, Jay before we get on air, like, oh yeah, Larry does Jason there. He likes all that weird shit he did with the uh, Avengers, Next Man, and all this. And then here you go. I mean, Proving me right. <laughs> well, no, I mean that's like it. It had its ups and it had its downs. I mean, I, he definitely, in my opinion, his X Men stuff was definitely better stuff than this last Avengers stuff. But you know, uh, like Jason Aaron's the person that gave you uh, Loki Avenger Prime, so which is probably the direction that the MCU is going to end up taking Loki. So. But we'll see. Two out of five. (laughs) (laughs) There it is. There it is. All right. Let's talk about uh, some Ultimate Spider-Man. Ultimate Spider-Man number one. uh, I think I might have read the wrong book. I I think I read Ultimate Peter Parker number one. Oh, I don't know. I don't know what that is, Joe. What is Ultimate Peter Parker? Well, he saw this cover. That's not the what he saw in this cover. He didn't see in the book, (laughs) right? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, you're Uh, dumb. (laughs) You're dumb. You're like that's wait. Okay, I got you now. I got you. So, so Jay, then since you got opinions, (laughs) tell tell the people, (laughs) tell the people what it is that uh, Ultimate Spider-Man. (laughs) <laughs> number one is all about so it's about uh uncle ben and jay jonah they quit the daily planet and they're deciding to start their own news thing where they can tell their version of the truth which is basically they're gonna do their best to not lie and Peter's there, and uh, there's kind of this memorial service for 
all the like Tony Stark got framed for a terrorist attack, and so they're doing a memorial service to uh, remember all those taken. And it turns out that uh, a mysterious shadow group has stopped all the superheroes from existing. And Tony Stark is trying to get them to exist again so that they can kind of run the world free of the shadow organization. And Peter Parker decides that he wants to get bitten by a spider. <laughs> okay. Look, I, I love how you just busted out or started off with like, so, you know, uh, J. Jonah Jameson and Uncle Ben quit quit, quit at the I guess more page time than Spider-Man does. Yeah. Well, but what, what I'm saying is you didn't even like be like, okay, in this world, Uncle Ben's alive. Like, <laughs> you know? I mean, it's Ultimate like, Universe. You should expect minor changes. Oh, okay. well, like, uh, Aunt May died, though. Aunt May like, Yeah. It's unfortunate. Like, it's but not, she died in the terror attack. But that's the thing. Part of that whole attack is so it's like it, the her death is it has significance in that world, whether he's super Spider-Man or not. And then on top of that, like that weight, and then him having to like check in on Uncle Ben. Like he's always had to check in on Aunt May, but like him checking in on, on Uncle Ben's a little different because he, he's a man. Like Uncle Ben's gonna mm-hmm. go to work. You know, and it's like, I, it, it's a weird thing. Like, I like, you know, I, I think I want Spider-Man fan fiction where he never gets a spider. <laughs> you, you just want Pete, Peter Parker, friggin', Peter Parker. Uh, you know, Attorney reporter at large. At large. Yeah. Attorney <laughs> at large. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Like, when... uh. May grab the spider. Like I really just wanted her to get the powers. Yeah, yeah. That's not even the May Parker you like. No, but no, dude. Renew your vows, Jay. Renew your vows. Okay, it's so good. I have review copies of it if you want, but you know you need a, a reader. Then I will buy it legally. Thank you. I'm not gonna buy it. <laughs> uh, Oz, I know you're a bit removed from some of the stuff, like this new Ultimate Universe stuff. What was your take on on? I know what you're about. I'm the biggest, the biggest Spider-Man fan there is. Oh, he froze. Oh, wait, you're think. the biggest what now? I'm the biggest yeah. Spider-Man fan there is. Mm. Oh, okay. You're the real Spider-Man, right. the superior one. Damn, go look right in the Mo's eyes and say it, huh? <laughs> oh, I mean, he likes a, he likes the regular Spider-Man. I like the superior one. So, mm. uh, you know, we just talked about this action comics book where there's a lot of punching and a lot of fighting, and it's amazing to watch. And and then you gave me this novel. <laughs> that has Spider-Man on the cover, but no, nowhere in the in the book. 
Like it's it's just not there. Um, yeah, they go through a lot of pages of just blah 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 blah. I don't care. Do something. And then like the last two pages where you you see how they psyched you out. Like he's like, oh, he he was out all night, had a rough night, and you think, oh, he was doing Spider Man stuff. Nope. He's making sure Uncle Ben wasn't like in a coma at a bar or something with Jay Jonah. I don't know what he was doing. But he wasn't doing Spider-Man. He was being a family man. Yeah. I don't don't mean like he needs to lose those kids. They need to Frank Castle those kids. Not man. What? Why does uh Richard get to die? Like why (laughs) why not me? Well, I mean, I'm not attached to Richard. Like, hey, he likes female spider people. I do like female spider people. Look, once, yeah. once Peter Parker like actually uh, gets his powers, he can make another daughter. You'll get May too. You get a. a oh, it's like, just not the same. Well, those kids will have the power. Their DNA would be changed. But I mean, the the May that you want to let live won't get the powers because he didn't have the powers when he had her. That's what I'm saying. Like the new one would have the powers. Like yeah, the well, new yeah. one would be a lot more like what you're used to, Jay. Which is that's the beauty of this comic because this like, is I'm not hoping, what we're used. To. I'm hoping yeah. she gets the Miles Morales spider. <laughs> Damn. So. So, Oz, you were uh, you were a bit uh, underwhelmed bored. by the amount of action in this book. <laughs> yeah, it, was, it was a little bored. I always talk bored. about I'm not too into the the slice of life books, and this is like yeah. it's like half a pie of life. And then they sprinkle in a little bit of intrigue, like when the with the Tony Stark thing. There is a little bit of okay, so something happened. They, they, this is an alternate timeline. Which we knew ahead of time because it's ultimate. I was honestly, I thought he he was gonna get killed and Miles Morales would show up and be like, "Hey, I'm the ultimate one." You know, I I, don't, I, I didn't enjoy this. That's fair. That's fair. Now, Moses, you know, hey. you 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 are arguably uh, one of the, the biggest Spider-Man biggest, fans we know. Second the second biggest Spider-Man fan. <laughs> so, what, what was your take? What I blame the boss. Uh, you know, I, I loved it. Like, I'll read this without pictures. Like, you know, when he said novel, <laughs> man, novel of this shit, like, I could get that once a year. <laughs> I, I'm down for this. Shit. Like, I love, like, I love Spider Man, but I love, mm-hmm. I love the man in Spider Man. Like, I love him juggling his yeah. life and everything. And here, he, he doesn't even have that yet. Like he doesn't have to juggle it, and he's still juggling it, it with his like just regular dude shit, like taking care of his family, you know, right. uh, and taking care of his direct family and the family that raised them, like make sure they're good. He works together with, you know, I, I'm just happy they didn't make it into a blog, like the the. <laughs> you know? It's like yeah, let's keep some tradition. Like it's fiction. We can still say, pretend newspapers sell. You know, like, <laughs> but even like the conversation, like have hearing Ben and Jonah talk about like the news business, mm-hmm. not, not the news service as like 
what you're doing mm-hmm. as but as a business and then mm-hmm. having and they're like hey i don't know peter you don't might not want none of this like you know mm-hmm. like, i'm different now because of what you like just those people in particular talking about that aspect of of, of news which is just jason aaron talking about you know what the, a reflection of the world we live in now <laughs> but jonathan uh, hickman yeah yeah, yeah. Taken into a way that's palatable like this, it, it was amazing. Those that page for me was amazing. I loved it, mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. it's like, like I never it's felt I needed a book with Peter Parker without powers mm-hmm. <laughs> until this one. And then when it happened, it's like, man, this was a whole new origin story, and this origin is like different. And the way mm-hmm. they describe the uh, power sets of these heroes because they're not around anymore. Where it's like mm-hmm. you talk about homo superior with X Men and things like that, and I've always described them similar. Like it's like you know your Spider Man and your Hulks aren't different than your X Men. They're just and I use the Inhumans and the I use the, um, Celestials doing the 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 experiments with the Terrigen Mist mm-hmm. and shit during the day, and you know a lot of people don't get it. like they don't get it, and then they gave a word for it here called post human. <laughs> yeah, so it's mm-hmm. like it's human gene you know and it's like uh, you know like this is it like it, it's it's grinding it down to the to to what i want to see you know like it's making it easy and palatable for the first motherfucker mm-hmm. who wanted, if this is your first motherfucking comic you're gonna get like the idea of superpowers and it's done like even with the tony stark jr shit it's just done in the it, it i just thank jonathan hickman for taking into account that I am one of the biggest Spider-Man fans around. Like, mm-hmm. my, mother, my first word was Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> it, it, you know, he dumbed it down for me. It ain't none of that House of X shit. <laughs> That's too <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, not to, I'm not trying to read Monday mo- I, I try to read Monday mo- Monday Morning Murders, whatever. Yeah. Black Monday, whatever the fuck that shit called. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> like I, he took he, he he knew I like Spider Man. He's like, I'm not gonna make this too smart, but I'll make it smart enough for him, you know? Right, right. Yeah, I mean, it it it's really interesting because I personally like, I definitely, <laughs> I definitely recognize like about halfway through the book that I'm like, wow, like we like. It does not feel like Spider-Man is going to show up. You know, <laughs> like, I recognize that. I did not care. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I honestly, but the but the, the fact like, that, the way the way he handles Mary Jane with Peter is like, are you leaving me? You're like, no. It's like it's so well, it's so good. It's it, so it's good. Like, well, like you know, it's almost like Spider-Man. In you know, we had the Spider-Man that we get from Dan Slott is the beauty because he's an adult living the peter pan fantasy you know like the he gets to be spider-man without like growing up but you know but there is the power responsibility thing with spider-man that comes with it but that but it is fun because of that but like this is spider-man as like his midlife crisis (laughs) yeah yeah you know and me as a 40 year old dude it's like man this is the shit (laughs) <laughs> like you know, yeah. it's like I feel like I'm a little ass kid reading Spider Man when I felt when I read this shit, you know, mm-hmm. and that that it's it's 
It's fucking amazing. I know, Larry, like, you know, we talked about it. Well, you didn't let me talk about it when we hung out. Okay. <laughs> I did. Of the show, but but I did I'm not. like, did you read it? And I all I did was smile. And you're like, fuck, I'm going to go read it right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, don't tell me nothing don't tell me nothing i'm gonna go read it <laughs> i don't yeah. want i didn't want to know nothing about it but i but I, here's the thing though i like i was reading it and i was like okay wow like, it doesn't feel like spider-man is gonna show up uh i did it didn't bother me but i was just like that's gonna be a problem for some people and I got to the end of the book, and I was like, I, I personally loved it. But I was like, dude, like, there's going to be, like, I know that there's going to be some people that are going to look at that cover and then go into this book and be like, they lied to me. <laughs> they, lied, they lied to me, you know? And and, uh, and so I, I don't know. Like, it, it's like, Here's the thing, I guess that, and I feel like the 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 way, I guess it would be different, I think, if it was like a Jonathan Hickman, like, project, because I feel like when you're, when you're, when you, I mean, and when I say that, I mean, like, maybe like a creator-owned thing, or even like a lesser-known character, like, for instance, like, he did the Gods book. I feel like Gods is a book that's like, which is right there on you know it's it's in the marvel universe but the only people that are going to go read that book are people that are really fans of jonathan hickman and so they'll they'll go and they'll know like okay i know how jonathan hickman operates but when you talk about ultimate spider-man number one it's like everybody every spider-man fan is probably going to pick that up and some of those people are you know that some of those people are Jonathan Hickman fans. Some of those people kind of know who Jonathan Hickman is, but they don't necessarily follow him. And some people are like, I don't even, I've never even heard of Jonathan Hickman. And so when they pick up that book, they're going to be like, what is happening? <laughs> and I was like, I kind of felt bad for those folks a little bit. But, but, you know, maybe they had a similar experience that you and I did, Mo, where they're like, this is actually kind of great. But I don't know. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and yeah, I don't know. I should say I was kind of just giving the book the business. Like, I actually do <laughs> did enjoy the book. Um, but I couldn't help, like, you know. Right, right. But that that's a very valid experience, I think, where it's just like somebody just being like, "Where is the Spider Man?" <laughs> Where is the spider bit? <laughs> you know, but yeah, so it it yeah, like I, I will say this too, man, Jonathan Hickman writes some amazing conversations, and it's like this is something like like his dialogue has always been really cool and interesting to me. But what I can say is, you know, I've gotten so used to his dialogue being like between like people that are like everybody is like the smartest guy in the room you know it's like literally like a god having a conversation with like a ninth level intellect <laughs> you know or something like that and so it's like that's like where his all his conversations kind of hung out that it was really cool to just be like no these are just like like it was slides of life it's like 
what happens when regular people have conversations and Jonathan Hickman decides to write it? And I was like, dude, like the, the conversation that like you mentioned with the with between him and Mary Jane, like even the stuff not before the end, but even just the back and forth stuff, just a little like husband, wife stuff, him trying to get out the door and that kind of stuff. I was like, oh man, this is like really cool. Like them with their kids and like, oh, you're taking the kids home? Like, yeah, you know, and it was like it just felt very natural and pretty awesome. And I was like, man, this is cool. Like, I'm really enjoying this. And it's like when 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 she said, "Go get him, Tiger." In this book, it, it that that I, that felt to me like that little word bubble, you know, just mm. knowing the history and everything, and and but it felt right. like like the Bizarro getting the burst of magic, like that panel, <laughs> mm-hmm. that one page, like that's what it felt like to me. And he's like, "Fuck it." I'm gonna do it, you know, and it's it's for the greater mm-hmm. good. Like it is his destiny, and he just he just hasn't been able to follow it <laughs> for so long. And it, yeah, mm-hmm. it's, I'm really interested to see where this series goes. And I, I just you know, it, it's almost like, like this is my favorite Spider-Man right now. <laughs> you know, like because I've also oh, been wow. I've been reading uh, Renew Your Vows. And that mm-hmm. I really love that because it's the family man. Like he's an older Spider-Man with the kids, and like mm-hmm. they, they do the thing with like the raft in like New Avengers, where the the like the there's a breakout, you know, and mm-hmm. they're trying to recruit him into the Avengers and all that. But the first person that that like Spider-Man worries about is Venom. <laughs> like he knows who he mm-hmm. is. He's been locked up for so many years, and he's coming after now after his family. And you know, mm-hmm. family didn't know they had powers until Venom came and fucked with them, you know, and, yeah. and you know, and that 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 becomes a whole other thing. But you know, it's a different take on like the Spider-Man that would have that the, like that Spider-Man during Civil War would have been different than what we got in Six One Six, you know, because right, right, had a kid, you know, so they 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 replay the events of like. The, the early, like, that Bendis run of Avengers through mm-hmm. Spider-Man's eyes in Renew Your Vows, and it's like, it, it plays a little different, like, when Tony Stark's like, right. sure you it's like, like my, my identity, my secret identity is all I got, you know, but then it's like the mm-hmm. first villain he fights knows his secret identity, so he needs, you know, he needs Jarvis to, like, shoot him with fire or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so, so that, like, that put me into this one like it just put me in a good mood for this one it's like these adult spider-man stories are and you know i i said that for a while too like even with like the the mcu spider-man it's like can we just see like an adult one like i want to see like a real somebody that actually like cares about consequences you know and Mm. we finally got that in the the third one you know but Mm -hmm. it's like yet hard way yeah so, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, Oz, man, like, obviously, you would have liked to have seen more Spider-Man, but was there anything from the book that you know, anything that stood out for you that you did like actually enjoy for a reading experience, or was it just too much? Uh, I th- I think because it's towards the beginning before you realize there's no Spider-Man in it. And uh, 
yeah, him talking to Mary Jane. <clears throat> like, especially that conversation where, like, she knows he's going through some shit. And I guess that's later on in the book. Uh, like, she knows something's up. And, like, the main thing is, hey, are you planning to leave me? No. All right, then. We can do whatever the fuck you need to do. Let's get it done. Let's go. Yeah. You know that are you, are you fucking someone else? No, all right, fuck it. Yeah, it basically. Yeah. And so yeah, I mean those moments I did like. Um yeah, man. <laughs> like Jay Jonah and and, and uh, Uncle Ben stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there, there's already been a lot of dialogue up to that point, and now like I'm I, I don't even get Peter Parker <laughs> Like mm-hmm. I'm good. Yeah. Uh, I will say that another thing I did like about this book was seeing like other characters pop in in the different roles. Like, you know, seeing Father Murdoch was pretty cool. And seeing, yeah. like, you know, and like the, the friggin', uh, you know, Wilson Fisk as the money behind the bugle and, you know, yeah. Like this will still like even though a bunch I don't know if he's actually like you know like the kingpin even though he looks like he's definitely the kingpin because I'm pretty sure that was what bullseye with him probably yeah 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 so. I was wondering why Matt was blind. Well, what it is, mm. is everything happened the same way it was supposed to happen. They just didn't get the powers. So like the spider didn't get Peter, and then he like. He missed Daredevil. Missed the the toxic. He got the toxic thing. The powers, yeah. Mm. So like he went blind, but not get the hyper senses, yeah. Because uh, you're yeah, telling me there's a there's a pre there's a pre to this, right? Like some shit that was happening in Marvel where, like, this dude was like, "I'm gonna create the ultimate universe again." And yeah, like, they had um. Ultimate Invasion, but mm-hmm. but Ultimate Invasion technically didn't. Uh, it it did have like some of like the changes, like it did show Peter Parker with the with the uh, the spider thing in him. Yeah, like kind of stop preventing that from happening. Yeah. Uh, so you do see some of that stuff. Yeah. So, it, but that doesn't explain why all the like each hero didn't get it right. Like it just shows. No, it doesn't do it for everyone. Yeah, it just it just has like one one or two that like, they show. Like you were telling me, like the, like, hey, I'm gonna create the the ultimate universe, and he tells Miles Morales because it's his universe, and then he didn't tell the Wolverine one because he's like, we don't want you here or something. <laughs> that like, you're no, my Marvel. No one remembers <laughs> poor Jimmy. Yeah, he's still out there, but nobody like thought to bring him into the, the new ultimate universe. Yeah, yeah, no, no one's trying to get the, the blonde Wolverine jumping on, so but yeah, man. So, okay, well, and uh, I will say, even though it hasn't been mentioned, I thought the art was fantastic in this joint, too. Like, I really did, uh, I really did enjoy it. I can't, uh the the artist though i don't know how to say their last name i feel bad um like 
I guess it could. I don't know. No, I shouldn't try to spell it or whatever. It's like something like Machado, Machego. Yeah, I don't. I don't know how to say it. But the art I really thought was fantastic. Like everybody looked great. It's Marco Chichetto. Uh, Chichetto is how you say it. Yeah. Okay. Chichetto. According to Jay, I'll take his his recommendation there. But it was yeah, it was uh, it was good. Like very expressive. I liked the line work of it too. It was like yeah, good stuff. Nice and solid like detailed but not overly detailed it was cool so anything else you guys want to say about ultimate spider-man number one before we do a rating all right uh oscor what would you rate ultimate spider-man number one i'm probably gonna go with three uh my you know, my biggest complaint is there's a lot of words in this book but some people like that so Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm fine with a three. Okay. All right. Jay, what would you rate it? Uh, I would give it a four. I enjoyed it. Like, I'm mad I don't have all the covers. But uh, I did enjoy it. Okay. That's fair. Moses Magnum, what would you rate Ultimate Spider-Man number one? Five out of five. That shit. Five out of five. Yeah, I like. I, I yeah, I, it, it felt like reading Spider Man for the first time ever. Like I, you know, I read it for you know as a little boy at five, and then I read this at forty, and it's like and they they got something for me when I was five. They got something for me when I was forty. Like it, it, was, a, it was a very uh, yeah. I was trying to say you're a biggest fan. I'm about to cry thinking about it. <laughs> his been his um Peter Parker's midlife crisis is my fucking comic book right now. I fucking love it. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you and your snow. <laughs> yeah, uh, I liked it a lot too. I I think I'd have to give it a five, man. Like, because if you had told me. I would enjoy a, a Ultimate Spider-Man book this much. It would have no like Spider-Man in it. I would have told you like, nah. Even if you had told me Jonathan Hickman wrote it, I would have been like, I don't know. Like, I think there should be at least a little bit of Spider-Man. <laughs> but I would have been wrong. It do, you don't need it. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man. Okay. Well, um, yeah, I guess we should go on and do uh some Justice League Crisis on Infinite Earths part one. I don't have the movie music. Meaning mm, oh, you don't have comic book theater? Theater. No. Nah. Oh, oh wait, I thought we did. Let me see here. Yeah, my it might be in there, but you know, I could be wrong. Oz, you have comic book theater? <laughs> More money open. Now we just got scary movie. Oh, 
Got it. So we gotta we gotta get the to in there somehow. That's all right. Don't worry about it. Oz. We, we can lost, go without it. The, we lost badass Jay. Where that? Oh no. Oh. Jay took that out. Like Jay, Jay deleted oh, that. Jay, you're not right. You're not right for that. In fact, you know what? Now that you did that, we're gonna put that in the intro. <laughs> that's your little. That's your little. In, look at that. How the hell you want to sell an album if you can't look badass with like camera coming at you? <laughs> there it is. So Justice League: Crisis on Infinite Earths Part One. Odds, uh, you want to talk about this bad boy? Tell the people what it is. Yeah, this is the uh, <clears throat> DC's latest animated Flash movie. So if you're a fan of the Flash, then yeah, this is it. it it's uh, it's on the I don't even know what they call it anymore, but the, the latest DC animated universe, the Tomorrowverse. Okay. This is the beginning of the end of the Tomorrowverse. <laughs> Didn't we just end one of these animated universes? Like in a, a couple years ago. Yeah. yeah so not... then this one started in 2023. I think maybe 2022. But it's been relatively short. Like a two-year thing. And that's why they turned to films. a pariah. That's why. Who's the prior? John Constantine. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, I'll, they do a lot of the wrong people are the wrong people. I mean, a lot so of the what, wrong people are the wrong people. <laughs> I I just don't like Supergirl being Harbinger, Harbinger, mm. Harbinger. Har yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. We do. And then Kahori, she's hanging out with Kahori. <laughs> so that was interesting. It it well, you're gonna do the resume, you're gonna do the synopsis or what? Like that's it. That's, and that, that's it. It's it's a it's a flash movie. They call it Crisis on Infinite <laughs> Earth, but it's not like the actual Crisis on Infinite Earth story. Yeah, I mean, you gotta like tell like I, I'm an old fuck. Like you gotta tell somebody like me, like, hey, this is, if you you know it has the same font, but it is a reimagining <laughs> of uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths with this new movie universe, Tomorrowverse. So it it, it feels surprisingly for being that it does feel like the comic a little bit. Like it it actually does feel like. Like that, that you know, some of those people they brought in, like the Blue Beetle, like big classic ass costume. You know, was it like was it the Windstar or whatever? Like the Native American hero, like Marvel's all with what if? Oh, we have a you know, they did that in '85 with Crisis on Infinite Earths. We had a Native hero there that they never used, just like MCU is never going to use this chick. But um, yeah, so it, it, it you know they they it does feel a lot like the comic. Even though it's so separated because of the way they do this new animated universe. The end. Welcome to my tech talk. <laughs> Look, I like so, I guess Oz does not agree. <laughs> what so, what I you mean, say, Jay? It feels more like uh you say the comic. I, I felt more like uh an animated series. 
especially since like the first half of it is an amazo an amazo's the villain story with yeah. a little bit of background that kind of leads into the the crisis and i thought they, when they deal with amazo cuz it it's actually called part 1 yeah thought, okay they're going to deal with amazo and then they're going to end it with a cliffhanger for for crisis but no they they finished the amazo stuff halfway through and now they start getting into crisis they they bring in the monitor and the the heroes and they start coming up with a plan like worlds are already dying well we and, we wanted you to recap it this is what we wanted you to say yeah. spoilers <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. yeah, go ahead. Um sorry, I got like my train of thought got derailed. Yeah, I met Moses. <laughs> I'm just saying, like it's it's you know that there, there's a virtues and detriments to this. Like just give me a synopsis. Yeah. And, but uh so it's it actually feels like two different stories one finishing and kind of leading into the next one but overall and the reason that's the reason i call it a flash movie is flash is the main character of the story i mean other characters of justice leaguers show up and they do their thing but this is totally a flash movie uh it it's basically a a retelling of of his entire life and uh I don't know, man. I had I had some like like I shed a tear in some moments, uh, and not just the obvious one, the the uh, Flash and Iris stuff, because you know we'll, we'll get into that a little bit later. That's that's heavily spoiler spoilery. But there's a lot of stuff going on in there, and the way their relationship is, and the way they a lot like what you were saying with Peter Parker earlier, like uh, Barry Allen, Family Man, and the loving husband because i guess i don't have any kids in this one but the what really was more impactful to me was the amazo story because just like how we said with bizarro like i've seen them fight amazo a lot of time like it's mm -hmm. it's done over and over again and mm -hmm. it was kind of like in that similar vein in this one but the way they resolved that with with ivo mm -hmm. it's like Man, I felt something in that moment that I I shouldn't be feeling in an Amazo story. <laughs> oh, no, like, right. Let alone an animated feature. You know, uh, that it, it, it this that's when I say like this feels a lot like the comic in spirit. <laughs> a lot, it, it's in spirit because it, it does. Like I was, I'm like, fuck, this just feels like reading this shit again. Yeah, and it, it, it bring in these other worldly characters to try to do the, you know, they, they create a, essentially a Justice League, a multiversal Justice League. And I'm like, dude, why haven't, like, MCU's fucking up. Like, <laughs> you know, they, they could have been doing this. Like, this could have been this next phase. Like, the build up to a multiversal uh, uh, Avengers, you know? And, and then DC's fucking up because they didn't think of this shit uh, only in animated, you know? So, uh, but yeah, it, it's it, this one. It, I was surprised how um, how much I enjoyed it. 
I can't say that it's good because it's just more how much I enjoyed it as a comic fan. Like, this feels like the comic, even though it's within this Tomorrowverse stuff. Like, this tomorrow, and then it did the callback to the uh, that weird anthro universe where uh, or where Bruce Wayne was stuck in the in the like Conan world, and it was like mm. they, they call back to that, and I'm like, yeah, I knew it, I knew it, that was gonna come back. Yeah. Wait, what is that from again? Because I was I, I didn't remember. What is that well, from? We, we reviewed the, the film. Like what was it, uh, Jay? What was it? Uh War World. War World, where like Batman was stuck in a uh they were all stuck in a simulation and the flash broke into one of those simulations and talked to Batman. And told him you, you you gotta be careful. You gotta do this, and then that. So they showed that in this movie. Like it, it, it's just recycled footage because it's animated. So they animated it already there. They just showed it again, mm-hmm. and it's like, I, like when that happened, I'm like, what the fuck is this happening for? And then it happened again. I'm like, I knew it, like that. It, it, that shit's tight. Like that's that's the way it worked in the comics. Where like. Joker is fighting Batman, and out of nowhere, like the Flash comes in, is like, "You gotta, you gotta do it, man. You gotta, you know." It's the the nightmare, like the thing that that Snyder tried to do in one of the it was uh, Batman versus Superman or one of or Justice League or whatever, you know. Like mm-hmm. they they did it here too, you know. Like they they still paid homage to that that part in the comics, <laughs> yeah. And well, he when it happened in the comics, he was like fighting the Joker, and it's like the Joker's like, "What the fuck's happening here?" Like the Flash just showed up. He goes, "Stay in Central City, fuck," you know. And uh, and then, but but Flash is just talking to Batman. They gotta get ready for what's happening. And it's like right before the crisis. And then here, you know, you saw it happen too. So it's like I'm ready for the second part. Like I I enjoy this. I okay, cool. Yeah. Cool. Uh, what'd you think, Jay? I thought it was good. Like, I didn't really know what to expect because I'd never mm-hmm. read Crisis on Infinite Earths. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing I did, I watched the Crisis on Two Earths, but this is nothing like that. Right. And, uh, yeah, I thought it was interesting. Like, we're following Flash. Uh, his time has become disjointed. So it's mm-hmm. different points in his life. Uh, he kind of knows everything, but because he's jumping around, his mind isn't all there. So mm-hmm. there are threats where he can't say exactly what the threat is. He just knows there's going to be a threat. And he's doing his best to help people when he can. Um, even tries to help the syndicate uh, when their world starts uh, getting destroyed mm-hmm. and he's unable to help them. But it's interesting seeing him run around. It's interesting seeing some of these different scenarios. Uh, like you have a Earth where uh, Batman didn't adopt Dick like he just gave mm. him to an orphanage, and then like later he comes back, like when they're gathering all the heroes, and it's like, "Hey, it's good to see you." And he's like, "Do I know you?" 
like talking to Robin, like <laughs> Dick Grayson Robin, like, do, do I know right. who are you? <laughs> right. And and that also I love the one of the things they've done here is like with Batman. Like they gave him this like perfect recall where he's like, Who are you? Like, I'm Dick Grayson. He's like, Oh yeah, Dick Grayson, your family was killed by the so and so like so many years ago. It's like Yeah. Like, why do you know yeah. that? Like, like, why do you remember <laughs> that? Like, that's that was pretty funny to me. Cool, funny. Mm-hmm. But yes. uh, oh, go ahead. No, no, it's just one of the things I haven't seen is like the old Superman, like Superman Prime, and and all that mm-hmm. shit. Like, they, they they did age up their design. It just didn't look very different from the main one that they're using, you know. So I, they did limit the variants. Like compared to like the comic books, yeah, but it's also the various. Well, this Crisis on Infinite Earths is based on the Tomorrowverse, so it's Crisis on Infinite Earth in the Tomorrowverse, not like it's not an adaptation of the comics, and I think that's where, uh, I guess that's where I had the problem, where it's like, I want I want an adaptation of the comic, you know, and I haven't Mm -hmm. got. Like we, the Flash, you, the, the CW verse did it. You know they they came close. You know it was enjoyable, but nobody's been able to do it on that scope. And I thought they used the font here, and you know one thing, <laughs> if you use a font, like it's got to pay off. You know, uh, this one. Look, is there part one? Part one paid off. I enjoyed it. <laughs> it felt like reading like the first like four or five issues of Crisis. So I, I, I you know, uh, but it is the crisis of the Tomorrowverse, not you know, because it, it, if you want to get meta with it, it would be the crisis of that and the Tomorrowverse and the DCEU and you know, we'd have a weird animation thing with live action mixed in yeah, like I pissed off Larry. That's too much for him to he couldn't take it. He's like man, why you gotta say it like that man? Why you gotta be real like that? I can't do that. It uh, was too you, real. Dude. No, like, he, I hate he, it. Breath and came back. Yeah. <laughs> but they might have the the, the gray haired you know the, the gray temple superman in part two. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, there you was, got two more parts to look forward to. Two, wait, there's three parts oh, to this? Oh, three sh- parts? Oh, yeah, it's so a three parter. Oh, I think I'm, I'm in. Five out of five. I'm in. <laughs> wait, when, when are the other parts supposed to come out? Uh, this year. Uh, oh, wow. Really? Okay. Yeah, I don't know the exact dates, but they have yeah. uh, on Wikipedia, they have release dates for 2024. I don't. Like, I don't I don't think the tomorrow verse merits a three part crisis. But <laughs> what? But the fact that they want, they're willing to put in that work, I'm in. Like they're doing, like judging from the part one, I'm in. Because part one for me is is a four out of five. Like I'll save you the the rating, the spoilers. Four out of five for me. You know, mm-hmm. I, I enjoyed it, and even with the differences from the comic, it. It, it's the Tomorrowverse crisis on Infinite Earths. I don't think any other uh, thing they've done with crises in animated or uh, even TV shows has come as close 
to being as good as this one. You know, the cry the, the CW one. I mean, as good as it was, they didn't bring the Doom Patrol in. You know, they didn't bring they they showed them as Easter eggs. Everything was Easter eggs here. Like we literally got some of the heroes that we never see. Like that Blue Beetle, like in this was fucking tight. You know, and it's like that's that that's straight that shit straight from the comic. Like you didn't have to be like the comic, but you supposed to be like the comic. And this is your part one, and you got three coming in. Hey, five out of five, fifteen for all the other two. <laughs> I will say yeah. that was a scene I particularly enjoyed where they're talking about who's here and why they're here. Mm-hmm. Like the monitors, like they're looking yeah. around. It's like, okay, we're we're the smart ones. Like, why is everyone else here? Like, who, like who's doing what? And he's like, yeah, you guys are here to think of the solution, and these guys are here to carry it out. Mm-hmm. And that was just an interesting, fun scene for me. Yeah, and a lot of the, those characters they use were from like the original Crisis too. So it it, it just it just felt. It felt familiar enough, and uh, but they're doing their crisis. Like it's clear, it's their crisis. But so, okay. You, it, as long as you know me, once they say their crisis, I'm out. <laughs> yeah. So, but <laughs> it, it, but real, the way this played out, it's like, oh, it's their crisis. Like I'm, I'm in on their crisis. Yeah. Why do you think? They decided to use uh, Supergirl for as Harbinger. Anybody ever thought about that? To to get Brainiac Five. Oh yeah, probably. To to get Brainiac Five, like because of like her connection. Yeah, to the connection. The connection. The, they the, the, when they the, talk to the the future. And Brainiac mm-hmm. Five, that's the connection was Supergirl was gotcha. in the movie was uh, a gotcha. Lot of gotcha. Okay. Because of the yeah, I remember okay. That that okay, I could I don't remember that. them boning, but that could have happened. Well it's in, implied. Uh, yeah. In the original crisis, it's like her death like was one of the catalysts, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like they have to use her. This unit, the Tomorrowverse hasn't had her in any like real form that makes impact until this. Yeah. No, she had the whole. They have the Legion of Superheroes. Yeah, remember? Yeah, but that, I mean. She was like literally the, the main focus of that whole thing. All right. Yeah. But okay, no, I didn't. I I had forgotten that though, and that makes sense. And yeah, and that was kind of sad when like those fools started like erasing. <laughs> it was just like oh, oh, the like, thing snap. Yeah, <laughs> talk about bittersweet. You know, it's like oh, yeah. So, um, and I think I think it was sadder when the flash. When it happens to the Flash, because yeah. like you kind of and you kind of expected that to happen. Which the, part? The the 
when, when the flash um snaps out you know does mm-hmm. the does mm-hmm. the ash thing because i mean like like he stopped time to save the multiverse mm-hmm. but him saving the multiverse like what it, it feels it feels like it, it would uh change the timeline like that old flash wouldn't exist anymore so i didn't i I might just be thinking about it completely wrong but when i saw when i saw what he did i knew that he he would he was he wasn't gonna make it like i didn't expect him to go like that exactly uh but yeah i I knew i knew he wasn't gonna make it he can't make it there's gotta be uh, a younger Barry Allen that, that yeah. was alive. And, oh, it's just Plus, uh, it's into yeah. <laughs> Plus, a flash, a flash has to die, right? If it's infinite crisis. Yeah, I guess. Or, or if it's a crisis, you know. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, yeah. I also, I also thought like a moment that really uh, stuck out to me, where I was just like, oh wow, that's like pretty cool and interesting. Just a a nice character moment was the two supermen having the conversation about their love lives. Oh, my <laughs> one like, is oh. with Wonder Woman and the other one with Lois. Yeah. yeah. I was actually more interested in the conversation, and I wish it would have lasted longer, the conversation between Spectre and Monitor. Yeah. Because it, yeah, it's weird. Cool. Like, I understand the Monitor, like, what he's seen. But mm-hmm. it's weird that he's talking to an angel of the Lord and like I don't I don't believe in you. Like right, he's right there. Like he's, he's right there. It's it, it it's just it's weird. Yeah. But interesting at the same time. Like, I'm, like yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh one of the things that threw me off <laughs> was was the Wonder Woman voice. Oh. <laughs> and and I understand. It's like, you know, we're definitely like kind of leaning into the whole Gal Gadot kind of deal. But I was like, I don't know. I guess, or, you know, I don't know. I guess maybe it was, I don't know if it was supposed to be like Greek. (laughs) It it was just wild because she opened her mouth and I was, I'm not saying I was expecting like the Justice League Wonder Woman voice. I wasn't saying I was expecting like the Justice League Wonder Woman voice, but but you were. I was not expecting a good impression. Look, I mean, right or what? What? What will you know? I'm. That's what I'm assuming they were going for, but it it wasn't good. It was close <laughs> enough that I. That's what I I I figured they were going for, right. but it was far off and far off enough that I didn't like go look. Did they get Gal Gadot? To do this. <laughs> right. No, absolutely not. I just like like I don't know who that is, but I actually felt not... it was kind of racist. I guess I don't. I don't know. I'm just like I didn't know how to feel about it because uh, I was I was I was conflicted. I was I was just yeah. like I was like, they should not have had Wonder Woman sound like that. But like, why not? Oh, like why not? Like, but Syndicate Wonder Woman didn't sound like that. She didn't. Well, she wasn't Wonder Woman. She was Superwoman. Diana Prince. I think it's the What's same not? voice. I think it was the same uh, voice actor but for it's all not, of them. She's not, uh, 
Superwoman's not a, like an Amazon. It's the same. It's the same person, though. No, yeah. it's the same person, but it's not like the character doesn't come from the same place. Doesn't she? In Earth Three, I don't think so. No. Where does she come from in Earth Three? I thought I thought she did actually. I thought it was, huh? The Bronx. The Bronx. <laughs> no, Brooklyn. It... <laughs> yeah, I think Earth Three. Like, it's, she's not even like an Emma. She's just like a powerful, like super woman being, like not like a metahuman. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, uh, only from like the Grant Morrison like Earth Three book that came out in two thousand something, nineteen ninety nine. You know. Yeah, but yeah. I don't know how canon that is either. Although right. the designs, like if you look at like the original Crisis and look at Earth Three in the original Crisis, those are the signs. Like he he did a story based on those characters, you know. So mm-hmm. they, that's what I'm taking it from. But uh, I, you know, with all these convergences and shit, we don't know <laughs> what it is. All the nightmares. Yeah, the nightmares. Right. Yeah, she's supposed to still be an Amazon. She just leaves early on. Oh, early on, okay. <laughs> Before she got her her Gadot accent. That, yeah, <laughs> well, she yeah, it drops eventually. No, well that that other that other like that Superwoman compared to the uh, uh, Wonder Woman is like that Wonder Woman lived in the mascara for a good chunk of her life. Got it. Hundreds of years. Yeah. So if it's early, early on, then it's different. You know, she's gonna have a different accent. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm just looking up a like a fan page, so I like I can't tell you how long she was on the on the island or anything like that. Mm -hmm. It also says her name is Lois. Yeah. You're shaming the show. I mean it's the Goddamn crime syndicate! Nobody cares. <laughs> the, the, only, the only thing the only thing people care about the crime syndicate are all Ultraman and Owlman. That's it. Ultraman and Owlman. Yeah. I like Magic Ring. Power, yeah, ring. power, power ring. Yeah. And they made him black in this mo- in this movie. Yeah, they did. I'm not I sure what it. they're trying to say. Hmm. <laughs> And then I like how Hal Jordan's like, man, fuck you. I, I got a team already. Right. All right. So Green Lantern Corn, bitches. I'm out. <laughs> like, what Wait, that cool shirt to... did just cameo, huh? Yeah. It's a, it's a, <laughs> well, it's no uh Nathan Fillion's under contract. He didn't even yeah, he didn't even join the Amazo fight, did he? No. no, there's no, no power. It literally asked him, like, we, we need to save the universe. And he's like, Oh, I'm the guardian of the universe. I have a team that does that. I don't need another team. <laughs> yes. uh, all right, cool. Well, listen, anybody got anything else they want to say about part one of Justice League Crisis on Infinite Earths? Okay, let's do some ratings. Mo, we'll start with you since you've rated already. <laughs> Remind the people. Again, this is my favorite one out of all these movies in this universe. It's a short universe. Uh, 
pariah. Yeah, like when they talk about God, like I, I get angry in it. So that knocks it down half a point. Ding, ding, ding. Twist. Uh, it's not five out of five. It's four point five out of five. So yeah, yeah. Spectre comes out at the end. It's like I am God's wrath, and they're like, what? You know, <laughs> God. Hey, we're ta- we're talking about that. How the monitor is like. I, I I seen some shit. I'm believing you. But yeah. Yeah. So yeah. But DC likes to keep that in there somehow. So that that forever and keep them them keep them from a five. But uh, <laughs> yeah. Other, other than that, it, it's all it's all like the fact that it's three of them now. It's like man, I wish I I gotta watch. I got, I'm going back to watch the other movies. Because it's like, this is a universe I can literally know. I could be the Uatu of this universe. <laughs> <laughs> so it's so yeah. short and it has an ending and I'm down with the ending. So, yeah. And I can't change anything of it. So yeah. You, you, you did not watch all of the first season of What If, right? Uh, I, I, I missed two episodes. The last two. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You should. You should watch those. It's like I I'm just, just saying because I look. I, I I have heard you talk about the MCU messing up, and it's like you should no. Watch but those. when season one came out was when they were doing good stuff. I'm just saying, like you you were saying that MCU was lacking. They could have done this, that, the other, and I'm like, yeah, no, they are lacking. Watch- you should finish watching What If. <laughs> They're lacking in the last two years. You know, the What If season one came out like four or three years ago. So they're safe. They're good. Five okay. out of five. Okay. Yeah. But, you know, I'm talking about, you know, your quantum manias, your uh, echoes. Yeah. Like yeah. Your, uh, uh, what is it? Uh, Loki's, yeah, okay, that's what I'm talking about. Miss Marvel, gotcha. Yeah, Oscor, what would you rate? Uh, Justice League Crisis on Infinite Earth, part one, four and a half. I don't like that. I have to keep guessing, like, who's playing what role. that's a like, like I said, Supergirl being Harbor, Harbinger and Constantine being being Pariah. Mm-hmm. And like at first, I thought I thought it was uh, Doctor Fate. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it, it's still it's still really good. Like it, it is also of uh, the Tomorrow Verse. It's probably my favorite one also. Mm-hmm. And I I'll watch the second one for sure. And Does it make you like the other Tomorrowverse stuff? No, no. Okay, <laughs> me neither. But I, <laughs> I don't think I hated any of the Tomorrowverse. Uh, War World was was probably like the weakest. Yeah, but you know, I like some of the. Yeah, I don't mind the cowboyed out Wonder Woman. Jay, that when one Batman the Long Halloween was actually pretty good. That's part of the Tomorrowverse too. Yeah, I need you to make me a timeline. I might start watching. <laughs> By the time we get part three, I'll be done. Okay. 
I think the other two parts are supposed to come out all this year, right? They're not waiting that long. That's yeah. What yeah, they're already shot, but they, they, uh, they're coming out. So, so Jay, what would you rate? Oh, good. What would you rate? Um, uh, yeah, go ahead. I would give it a four. Um, I did enjoy it. Uh, my expectations, I wasn't sure what to expect, but um, it gave me a good movie, and I did like it. Okay. That's fair. Yeah, I think uh, I'd give it a, a four and a half out of five myself. I liked it a lot. Um, it was, yeah, it was just a good time. Interesting premises, you know, like interesting little twists, and I do, I do feel like it did kind of invoke the spirit of the comic, but you know, definitely made it, it. It definitely was its own thing without a question. So, I did not know there was going to be three parts. I just assumed it was going to be part one and two, but you know, I'm down. Let's ride. So, <laughs> cool. All right. Real quick. Mm -hmm. uh, the Tomorrowverse, if you don't know, or if you wanted to know, uh, basically consists of Superman, Man of Tomorrow, Justice Society, World War II, Batman, The Long Halloween, Green Lantern, Beware My Power, Legion of Superheroes, Justice League War World, and Justice League Crisis on Infinite Earths. Wasn't there something in before World? Oh, oh, but no, that was another movie, but not part of the Tomorrow. Right, Wars. Got not it. part of the Tomorrow. Wars. I think Got you're it. thinking of Justice League Ruby. No, I'm definitely not thinking about that. <laughs> it was Gotham, <laughs> Gotham by Gaslight or whatever. The, the no, that's not Tomorrowverse either. Right. Yeah. I still hate Lovecraft because I haven't watched it yet. <laughs> yeah. I hate Lovecraft too. Don't hate him. But I did watch it. He's a product of his time. <laughs> that doesn't does mean anything. Yeah. Don't hate okay. him. Uh, Jay, I need you to love him. <laughs> Please love Lovecraft, Jay. I don't know if that's going to happen. Like there are too many people that I like that are you don't want terrible. to be realistic. Leave leave the world open to potential. I want you to love him. Okay. Jay Jay yeah. already has reached his his quota for, for bastards that he enjoys too much. He has to leave yeah. the list. Love Lovecraft Jay. I just found out my my third favorite music artist is like a homophobe. I'm like Right. There's, there's room for Lovecraft. There's no room for Lovecraft. There's room for There might be a little room. There is. There is. Every time you see the blacks, there's Lovecraft. I haven't said that in like since last year. I yeah, but we're three weeks That's in two like weeks years. ago. <laughs> <laughs> two weeks ago. In four weeks, you haven't said that. I get it. <laughs> love Lovecraft, please don't hate Lovecraft. We'll see. Please, Jay. We we got nine minutes. I can do this for nine minutes. 
Oh, 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 no, you can't. Oh, no, you can't. Love, Lovecraft, Jay. Let's let's get he out of here. Cthulhu. Play some final thoughts. Yeah, goddamn. We should <laughs> get out of here. Love, Lovecraft. Oh man, I think he's trying to freaking hypnotize you, Jay. Lovecraft fights <laughs> you. Love, love. Say what? What'd you say? Love, love. Oh. (laughs) I said, give me some final thoughts. Um. Yeah, I don't know that I have anything. Yeah, I don't think I have anything to just... I hope everyone out there is doing okay. Um, yeah, just do okay. I hope they're all doing okay. Sounds good. Sounds good. Oscar, final thoughts? Uh, like, subscribe, all that. I got plenty of videos uh, coming up, working on, so... Nice. Yeah, get the bell notification and whatever all that stuff is. Most uh, Magnum. Final thoughts. Some guy, some guy on YouTube thinks Oz's last video was January's video. But if he actually watched it, he told you what it was like, technically should have been July's video or something. Remember? But, it was like a three months from when they sell yeah. it to when they ship it. Yeah, so yeah, if he watches the video, I appreciate the comment. But watch the video at least for 30 seconds. We'll tell you all you need to know. And Jay, love, love crap. <laughs> love. Okay. Uh, I, I think I went to the comic book store and I did buy the full three volumes of the Sumerian, the unofficial Conan. Uh, Robert E. Howard adaptations into comic books. Those things are fucking amazing. And yeah, they, when, when you talk about, if you were to tell me what you read in prose, The Black Coast, and what I saw in the art, they made those black people look like chimps. So they, that's how true that comic book series is to the, the source material. So uh, it, you know, check it out. <laughs> <laughs> It's, I mean, I love Conan, and I, love, I don't like that. I heard it too much. Uh, those comics are so great. Like, I'm sure they are. Two days after MLK Day. Damn. Hey, you had your day. We still can't get a... <laughs> Damn, you hear this fool? Wow. <laughs> There's no Mexican wow. person day. Oh, my God. I will say... There's no Latino, uh, Latinx American uh, person day anywhere in any in any country. It's like the days which we have aren't federal holidays. Like they're just days. I know Amazon. Like Cesar Chavez Day. Yeah. Is just a day. It's not actually a federal holiday. It, well, he mm-hmm. doesn't even have a day, really. He does. It's on like on the Wednesday. That's still a day. Why? Why is that? For me, I gotta work. I got this to do on Wednesdays. <laughs> like I'm not and, gonna get this up for for Cesar Chavez. I don't care how many boxing wins he had. MLK is a national holiday too. They just not everyone recognizes it, right? Like, 
No, I mean, I, I don't get off for Cesar Chavez Day. I, I saw about Martin Luther King Day. Yeah, King Day is a federal holiday. Yeah. yeah. But Cesar Chavez Day is not. We don't got nothing. Yeah. We got nothing. Cinco de Mayo is not a federal holiday. It's not. You know, it, well, it, look, why people get to drink at work that day? That's the only thing. <laughs> why people drink all the time? Like, yeah. they can't stop drinking. Well, look, that's what the natives drink, the fire water. <laughs> so, so, Lawrence. Just, yes. So send us off. I'm trying. You got to do your thing. Tr- Listen, for the entire Fantastic Four, thank you all for hanging out with us. We do appreciate you. We'll be back next week. We are the Fantastic Four. Good night. <laughs>